0: Welcome to the LYA podcast. This is a place for authentic discussion for young adults. We want to provide a commentary backed by God's word to help you thrive in your 20 something years. Let's dive into this week's discussion.
1: What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the LYA podcast. My name's David. I am so excited. That you are here, I'm so pumped for today's episode. He's really pumped, y'all. I'm so pumped, and I am joined today in the studio. We are in Hampton, Virginia, and I've got Chase Sizemore.
2: What's going on, y'all? Yes, and to my left, even though y'all don't have spatial awareness because it's a podcast, we have
1: Gabby Mclemore.
0: Hello, I'm here.
2: She
1: is here. What a what a fire intro, Gabby.
0: i was supposed to respond and so he was like she's here and i was just gonna sit back and be like yeah, yeah that's how i'm
1: gonna start introing all these from now on hello, <laughs> hello. i'm here
2: i'm here
0: <laughs> that would be great that can be our thing
1: oh that's cute we already have a thing So today uh, we're talking about Chase's country music mixtape that's going to be coming out soon. It's It's called. It's called the Waffle House Memoirs.
2: Uh, Yes, on the Waffle House Memoirs, you can see some tracks. Ask, I lost my biscuits and gravy, where'd my hash brown run out the door to, and Queen of my double wide. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's already a country song. So I I don't hope we don't hit get hit with like some kind of copyright for that. Yeah.
2: Oh wait, I forgot that. Yeah, actually, can we? Can we wait?
0: Is that actually a song? That's actually a song, and it's no actually idea.
2: copyrighted. Can we restart this? It's a pretty
0: bad no, song. No, it's fine. It,
1: it'll be all right.
2: It'll be all right.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're not making any money off of this, so.
2: Oh uh, yeah, we're broke. Woohoo! Not sponsored.
1: Totally free podcast. Yeah. Anyway, seriously, what 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 are we talking about today, Chase?
2: So we are going to be talking about how do we deal with emotions tonight.
0: What are emotions? Can you clarify that for me?
2: Emotions are the little things in the Disney movies <laughs> that are all the different colors.
1: Inside Out?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that. Which one is controlling your brain right now?
2: I don't know. All of them. I'm at the point in the movie where they're all fighting <laughs> over the controls. Uh, full disclosure, I've not seen it.
0: You've never seen Inside Out?
2: Neither have I. Oh, oh what? I made oh a movie. my gosh. Yeah, right. I made a movie reference to a movie I haven't seen. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> okay. We're watching that at some point.
1: So yeah, so we're talking about... Uh, Dealing with emotions. Emotions is a broad topic. Uh, We all feel emotions. We all feel feelings. Sometimes we get in our feels every single day, but um, we are often driven to make decisions or to act based solely off our emotions. So really what we're talking about today as believers is as people who are redeemed by Jesus Christ and have been made new by his Holy Spirit, how do we deal with emotions? How do we react to emotions? And all of those things. So, yeah, Gabby, you feel a lot of emotions?
0: <laughs> no. I am very logic-driven. So, I have a tendency to shove emotions co- to the side because I think they're illogical.
2: Emotions are illogical. Yeah, Gabby I don't Mechlemore, like that.
0: <laughs> no, I emotions are not my friend. And it's been in the past few years that the Lord has really taught me, like, what is their purpose? Why do we have them? Like, how does he use them? Um, why did he give them to us? All of those things. Ooh. Because...
2: Since you've done some research into it, why did the Lord give us emotion? What are some things that you learned during your time of learning how to have emotion?
0: (laughs) I think they are a good reflection of his character. Um, The Lord uses emotions. um, Trying to like rein all my thoughts in. So I think one of the reasons that the Lord gave us emotions are because they're a good gift and they allow us to experience him and others around us. Um, I don't think he would have given to them, given them to us unless it was a good gift. And throughout scripture, he often um, describes himself in emotive terms. And I think it gives us a little bit of a way to experience a relationship with him, um, and with others around us. And in that way, since there are good things for us to further, um, get to know him and further experience our relationship with him, I think They also are very useful in allowing us to have insight into our hearts. Um, I think emotions show us kind of what we're believing to be true and what we value. So if you get really emotional about something, whether it's um, an excited emotion or a really like negative emotion, um, it's showing you that you have a value about something that you are getting emotional about. Because you don't like, you don't get emotional about things that you don't care about. At least most most of us don't. I mean, if I saw. I'm having a really bad time thinking of, like, okay, football. I don't really care for football, so I'm not going to get, like, really emotional if a team loses. I'm going to be like, okay, whatever. Um, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that's a huge thing is I think the stereotype is generally that women are more emotional than men. Yeah. Not endorsing that stereotype, and I think men can definitely be super emotional, and if you've ever been to a football game before or a baseball game or a basketball game or any sporting event, you will Mm -hmm. see both – Emotional women and very emotional men.
2: Very, very emotional men. Like, I think back to the video of, like, how people get into football where the— I forget what game it was, but the Philadelphia Eagles lost a game, and they were interviewing this guy, and the interviewer was like, sir, sir, are you crying? And he's like, I'm hurt, man. And, like, I think (laughs) that's—I don't know why. Anytime someone says, like, people get, get way into sports, like, or get really into sports, that's my first thought.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: but yeah I'm the opposite end of the spectrum of you Gabby like I'm still not big into sports just never have been but I love playing them but don't really follow them. but I'm a very emotional creature mm-hmm. and like my wife can attest to that like I'm always like either deep in my feels trying to understand my feels and or process my feels healthily so I'm like on the opposite end of the spectrum I need to rein
1: my emotions in
0: we can help balance each other out as we learn more about this <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would say, honestly, I think I'm right in the middle. Um, there are definitely days I feel a lot of uh, emotions, um, and candidly, days when I'm feeling a lot of emotions, I kind of feel like those are my worst days. Um, mm-hmm. Just being like on an emotional roller coaster all day is uh, my least favorite days. But I think um, emotions can be good, just kind of mm-hmm. like you were saying earlier, Gabby, uh, in the Old Testament, um God is described in emotive ways. And even Jesus himself, uh, when we're looking at the Gospels, you know, when they uh, instance when he looks out to the people and he sees them um, as sheep without a shepherd. And in the the Greek, you know, it really brings out how Jesus felt strong emotions um, for caring for them. So um, I mean, he wept. Yeah. And, you know, so feeling emotions um, is definitely not a sin or a sinful thing or anything like that. Uh, yeah. Feeling emotions doesn't make you a weak person or any illogical yeah. person. However, I do feel that uh, sometimes, I think in our popular culture, what we can kind of fall into is, man, if I feel something, I should just do it. Or if I feel something, that makes it right. Um, and therefore, yeah. that makes it the right thing to do, just sort of acting uh, on emotions. So sometimes our emotions, I think, can... Um, lead us to act in a positive way or a God-honoring way when we feel emotional for our neighbor, we feel, you know, we see, uh, you know, the orphan or the downcast or the downtrodden and we're moved by emotion to want to serve them. I think that's a good thing. I think where our emotions get us in trouble is when our emotions move us to things um, that are sinful or maybe move us into things too quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would just say, you know, I think when you're feeling a lot of emotions and things like that, I would really try to seek and weigh that out with the truth that God has, yeah. and it's hard to do that if you don't have that truth stored up in your mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, because in the moment, I mean, we all know when, we, when you're feeling emotional about something, yeah. you're, you you can be thinking hundred miles a minute or, or things like that. And I think especially, yeah. I mean, I know I'm guilty of this. Uh, if I start to worry about something or I get, you know, um, anxious about something, you know, I feel like bad news is about to come. Right. I think our minds just race Mm -hmm. immediately to the worst case scenario. Definitely. And when we get into that worst case scenario mindset, I mean, we start questioning everything that we know to be true. (laughs) You start questioning stuff about God. You start questioning stuff about uh, people that God has placed in your life and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, when we are feeling super emotional like that, I think that can be uh, a place where the enemy can really thrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: for sure. Because... Like you're saying, it like kind of like pulls you, like your emotions are kind of like pulling you away from like what the truth is and like how you're processing things that go wrong. It can. They're pulling yeah. you inward
0: it, a lot of can. times. Yeah. Like your focus on yourself. Yeah,
1: it's it's definitely shifting the focus on what's within. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I feel like a lot of times, like when it comes to like processing those things, like our first inclination, I think, just just as humans, is like. As general, like we like to be in control, like whether we're mm-hmm. like I, whether or not you're like uh, I like to fly by the seat of my pants kind of person, like my wife is, or if you're a more logical thinker. Shots fired. I mean, not not shots. We bounce each other out well because, like, I'm the logical thinker and like how are we going to make this happen? Kind of person, Shelby. I'm sticking up for you in here. Okay, like quit. Y'all just are the stop. perfect
0: pair because you work together and you ah. help each other grow.
2: We do. We challenge each other daily in good ways. I promise, all in good ways. But I feel like, um, wait, I completely lost my train of thought. Why y'all gotta distract me? I was gonna get
0: you back on, and I was like, I don't know where we were at.
2: I don't know either. I'm a whole squirrel, guys. Like, I I see something. I'm just like, ooh, that's exciting. So,
0: wait, we were talking about how emotions pull us inward a lot of times, and how you're focused on yourself.
2: So, like. Like when I get moments where I'm like, uh, can tend to be more depressive. Like when things don't go like right either with like work or something else. Uh, when I and I went to therapy for this a while back to try to understand how I process things. I'm like a compulsive perfectionist, and I think like one thing to understanding your emotions is understanding how you process them. Like how do you individually work through an emotion? And I'm a compulsive perfectionist. So when things don't go right perfectly how I want them to in my brain, that means that it is horribly wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm failing, which leads to that downward spiral you were talking about, David, where it just kind of funnels and funnels down. And the thing that, like, I personally have to, like, actively strive to do is to put my mind shifting from myself and my problems to Christ, Mm -hmm. And I find that very hard for me because like for the longest time, like music and like things of the world, like whether it be like drinking, probably the two biggest ones were like drinking and my music were like how I processed my emotions. Like I would listen to music to understand it. And I feel like a lot of people, I mean, maybe is it just me, but I feel like a lot of people go to music for emotional processing. No, for sure. So, okay. So that was one thing that. I would go to a lot and for the longest time on my phone, I had a playlist that I literally called depression time. And like people would scroll through, they'd be like, Chase, you shouldn't have this on there. And I'm like, but I need it though. But like quite recent, probably within the past like month, I actually like took that off of my phone entirely, deleted the whole playlist because my thought process when I was like reading through the Bible and reading through different parts of scripture, when I was reading in Acts was that during moments of extreme stress that the, the apostle paul went through throughout all of his journeys he didn't like sit down and be like oh woe is me let me sing a sad song about it you know he didn't pull out like drake's new album and like get all in the fields he didn't like pull out anything like that what he did was he looked to god for it mm-hmm. you know and so like my depression playlist has now turned into where i renamed it and er, and i'm now compiling a playlist of like worship music that really makes me sit and meditate on god so that way when i get start to get into that mindset i now have that positive god-centered outlet so i'm taking what was bad and then i'm morphing it to what is good to help push me to god
0: no i think that's a really good point that's something that the lord has been teaching me recently in what i listen to and i don't i don't listen to music a whole lot i'm kind of the other end (laughs) um Gosh, the but other end again. I'm the other side of the swinging pendulum. Um, But when I do listen to it, some of the music, even though it was like Christian music, was more about who we are and not necessarily focused on who the Lord is, if that makes sense. And that's not necessarily bad, but he kind of was like, okay, are you just singing about like who you are and what you feel like? Or are you going to be singing and praising me? Because it's funny that you mentioned Acts. I'm just finished reading through Acts and in all of those times where the apostles were like put in prison or sent, um, like being stoned or something like when they sang praises, it was always praises to the Lord. And so I've recently been listening to, um, it's a band that I used to listen to a while ago or City of Light. Um, but their songs are really scripturally based and it's all about who the Lord is. And I found that for me, even though I really only listen to music when I'm driving to and from work, which is like a 10-minute commute. Um, It's really helped to refocus and recenter my days just in the beginning and the end of like, okay, yeah. this is who I'm serving. This is who the Lord is. Kind of like you were talking about, like putting yeah. your eyes on the Lord.
2: Yeah, for me, like musical uh, has been such a big part of my life. I've been playing music since I was like 12 years old. Between that, I used to play in a band that have, what, we were called exonerated, just be based off of... What does of, that mean? Uh... Like the technical definition, if you're going to Google it, literally means to be like released from incarceration.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so like none yeah, of us I was like that's a legal term. <laughs> yeah. And then I was really hoping you were going to say the ban was all people who had been on trial for serious offenses and then had been exonerated. Dude, the only offense <laughs> I that had. Been wonderful. The
2: only offense I had back in that day was a terrible sense of fashion and a whack haircut, man. Like that was my only offense back in the day.
1: We promised to keep it honest, guys. We promised to keep it honest. Yes.
2: I I was not, however, despite uh belief, however much you may want to, I'm not an ex con. Um but the the passage what, Gabby's air quoting me right now and I don't appreciate <laughs> that. that.
0: Tell <laughs> <everyone> that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on when you said the Apostle Paul didn't <laughs> bump Drake's new <laughs> album. I was literally <laughs> just trying to imagine like the Apostle Paul, like, walking around, like.
2: Dead headlines.
1: Yeah, just like. <laughs> <laughs> just walking around, like, bopping a God's plan. God's plan. And then, like, also being like, this is also really bad doctrine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Paul call out some bad doctrine, y'all. All
1: right, so you were talking about something with your band and how yeah. this helps us deal with emotions. I'm excited for the conclusion of how this comes together. The most dramatic podcast ever.
2: Honestly, it really is. So my band called Exonerated that did not consist of ex-cons in any way, um, the passage, I forget the, I actually forget the exact passage because it was a Christian band, but at the time my faith was kind of like, kind of lukewarm. So I didn't really like thrive in that season as much as I should have. And like in hindsight, I definitely noticed that. But the, the uh, main like, message and the idea of the band was that like the term exonerated in and of itself is generally to be let free like that was the origin and then it got thrown into legal terms and like when we get saved through christ like we are set free from our sins we're set free from the things that kind of like drive us down negatively and you know like taking all the songs that we kind of had one of the core themes was like working through like how God kind of like works through our lives. Like how do we feel the things we feel like we kind of referenced like back to like uh, Daniel in the lion's den and things like that to like, how is this feeling? How does he processing these emotions? How is he going through it? We did it in like a, like a country rock kind of like format, but like the idea was basically always to like, how do we, take what we're going through and somehow point it back to God. And I didn't write like any of the lyrics for it. That was all the drummer. And he was definitely like a God gifted individual in that. Like he could like come up with lyrics and stuff for like anything. And it was so, so good.
1: Can I stream Exonerated on Spotify? Um, You can actually, you can stream
2: them on Spotify. Definitely check them out. They did change their name though. And they kind of did a rebranding. They are Gabby's th- literally pointing. exonerated point. up up right, right now. Um, I think they rebranded to Old South
1: South Revival. Old
0: Old South Revival. Old South Revival. I let me think see. we're dropping
1: all types of plugs for music in this podcast.
2: Honestly, uh,
1: not sponsored.
2: Oh, Old
0: South.
2: Wait, it's, <laughs> that's not. That's them. definitely not them. <laughs> Old Southern Revival. Try Christmas. old southern
1: revival. What's the first thing that
0: old southern moonshine? Man, <laughs> that's I,
2: definitely not
1: it. <laughs> if anyone was listening all the way up until this point, they have definitely swiped out of this podcast by now. Like, no, they're like, I'm hitting fine. the next button and going to the next one. So, no, back to
0: fine. emotions. Then. Back
1: to emotions,
0: Dave. How do you process our emotions? How do you process
1: emotions? Chase has
0: told us how he does.
1: Um, sometimes not always well. Uh, it depends on what types of emotions and like what circumstances i think trigger it and i think mm-hmm. um just kind of moving into practical advice now uh for your you guys is i think understanding like what types of circumstances and events trigger certain emotional responses um are important because uh, as humans we form habit loops and understanding like what triggers uh, or cues something and moves that into your response and your routine is really important so um, it depends on like what type of situation I feel like that is making me feel different types of emotions mm-hmm. um, is how I respond to it but again if I can kind of go back to my initial comment um, I think that we cannot fall into kind of following following our heart um, mm-hmm. which is something that is very common I feel like today is people just kind of make decisions based off well that's kind of what I like that's kind of what I felt like I should do, and it's just kind of all based yeah. on feeling. And and um, especially like when it comes to dating, people are like, you know, I'm like, oh, yes, it's like what? What you do mean, I we do? We should marry
0: someone after we've known them for three days, even if we're convinced that the Lord has told us they're the one.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that the Lord's the one that told you that. If that happens, um, just candidly throwing that out there. Don't please don't email me on that. Like I don't I don't know At you. No, but this is a good Twitter. segue
0: into. So then. How would you say we define? Because I've heard that a lot. And I know like in my younger days, I had definitely not necessarily with dating, but with other things. It's like, oh, this is what the Lord's telling me to do. Or I feel this because of the Lord. And then yeah. you're like, <laughs> looking back, like I was dumb. Um, like, how do you discern?
1: Yeah. Well, if you guys want to know about that, we have a full episode coming out soon on how to discern God wills, God wills, God's will, uh, God's, God's plans, <laughs> um, but as far as emotions go and feeling those things, I think you can't you can't follow your heart, you can't follow those feelings. I think you need to act based on what you've informed your heart with yes. and it matters what you're informing your heart with yes. as well. Yes. And just to for sake of time, I would just say, man, if you're feeling your heart and you're going to any other well for information or truth besides God's eternal wisdom, his eternal truth that he's revealed to us in his word. I I just feel like you're going to be disappointed. And I I say that from a place of love of I really don't want anyone to um, have to suffer or have to kind of, you know, run and fall and scrape their knees and, and crawl through life making the same mistake over and over. Whenever I feel like God has preserved so many stories and so many things that have happened in history and revealed to us so much truth so that we might avoid those things. And that we might lean and trust him uh, so that we might fall into those things. So, I, I guess what I'm saying is that kind of the best way I think to get to deal with emotions is, you know, when you read your devotions every day, you know, you guys know you read your devotion or you read scripture in the morning and it's not yeah. always like the heavens open and angels are singing and you just feel like you're lifted up on a cloud and you're like glowing in the yeah. dark and you float up and downstairs and you just yeah. feel like it's
2: very rarely a magical moment like that. For me, like, I'm usually, like, sitting in the living room, like, getting ready to either go work out or hop in the shower. And, like, my hair's still whack. Like, nothing is, like, like it's not a beautiful
1: moment.
0: I glow in the dark all the time when I read scriptures. So I don't know what y'all are talking about.
1: Mm. I, don't know if, uh, I think that just means you're near radiation.
0: Probably. I'm probably very unhealthy.
2: I mean, that's that's details, though. We can talk about Gabby's glowing like a glow stick at another
1: point. So, but,
0: uh, Continue on.
1: Yeah. So I was just going to say, you know, the reason that you do that is because what it does is your, your mind is like a storehouse. Um, yeah, it's, and you store truth up in that for when you need it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is sometimes you don't always know when you're going to need it. So, um, that's why, you know, it's a spiritual discipline. You know, you do it even when you don't feel like it. Uh, and what you do when you do that is you're preparing yourself, um, to be able to deal with something before you're in that situation. And you may not actually, I feel like rarely do you know whenever those circumstances are going to arise when you have to feel it. So, I mean, practically, that's what I would say is, you know, when you're feeling a lot of feels, when you're feeling a lot of emotions, one, look at what those emotions are driving you to do. If it's driving you to do something that is blatantly sinful, uh, those emotions are not good. If it's driving you to do things that are from the Lord, such as caring for, loving your neighbor, caring for the downcast, the widow, the orphan, People like that, then it's probably good. Yeah, uh, And it's good to feel uh, emotions when you're serving the Lord like that. Mm-hmm. But you can't always follow your feelings. In fact, rarely, I think you should follow your feelings and things that I would say are in the gray area. And uh, the best thing that you can do, I think, to combat those feelings, is fill yourself up with truth.
0: I really like how you said it's a spiritual discipline, like when reading scripture, yeah. because I think that's a thousand percent important. And I also think Um, so that verse in Proverbs where we talk where it says, um, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. Um, we usually hear that in dating of like, oh, guard your heart. But if you look elsewhere in scripture in Philippians four, it talks about being anxious for nothing, but with everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And I think for me, that was something is realizing that in order to guard our hearts in the sense of. Filling them with Christ, like we have to pray. Um, Prayer is how you guard your hearts. And when you pray and when you're constantly presenting everything to the Lord, whether it's your anxieties or your joys or whatever you're feeling, coming to God and presenting those to Him, which is what you see David doing all throughout the Psalms. He feels happy. He praises and talks to the Lord. He feels sad and depressed and lonely and forgotten and abandoned and he goes to the Lord. Um, But I think that was something for me when processing a lot of things, because I don't like to, I just shove things inside. I start to feel something. I'm like, (laughs) go away. (laughs) And then that creates problems later. So the Lord's been teaching me, you can't do that. Um, but for me, as I've been processing and learning how to process emotions and look at them and say, okay, like, what is this telling me? I am valuing. What is this telling me? I'm believing it's to go to the Lord in prayer and to say, okay, Lord, like help me to analyze this. Is this something from you? Like, is this something that is, um, something you compelling me to do? Or is this just me being me? Um, and kind of like having like going to him and asking him to help me discern what to do with these because um, especially for people who aren't super super emotional in the sense of like they're not super in tune and like oh we love emotions that's something where it's harder for us to do I think and I'm speaking in generalities but for the other people who I've talked yeah. with
2: and like like coming from my perspective of being definitely on the more emotional side I take things like much more personally like everything that happens, I somehow like I tend to take it personally. Like if something doesn't go right at work, I'm taking it personally when when I definitely don't need to. Like I work in I work in healthcare, just like Gabby does. I uh, specialize with uh cancer treatments and stuff like that. It's just like in a very emotional mm. field in general that you have to kind of like separate yourself from. But I'm like
0: I don't know how to do that. That is hard.
2: I, I don't know how to do that very well. Um, one passage for me that is probably one of my favorite passages when i was like working through how to process my emotions better was uh matthew 11 Mm -hmm. where it says come to me starting in like verse 28 it says come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon me you and learn from me for i am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light I love the fact that like what you were saying, David, kind of ties into this, where it's like, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. It's not like, just take it and deal with it, or take it and just go with it. It's like an act of, like, we have to learn how to work through things. We have to learn how to process things. We have to lean into God to do those things in a Christ-centered, in a Christ-minded fashion, because the yoke that we get and the burden we get from like working through our emotions and our processings with him, whether it be good or negative, is going to be much easier than us trying to work through those emotions and processes in and of ourselves. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think my mind jumps to, I think it's in second Corinthians, Paul says to take every thought captive. And uh, I think that's Maybe the best thing uh, that I can say is, you know, we take every thought captive. We weigh it against the eternal truth uh, that God has shown us and the things that he has told us about ourselves and the things that He has told us about this world and the things that he told us about the world that is coming and the kingdom that's coming. Um, So I think when you slow down as a believer and you slow down and you begin to do that and you begin to take every thought captive and just, I mean, logically just follow follow things out. Um, If you're feeling anxious— Like, just follow that train of thought all the way to the end. Like, if you're afraid that you might lose your job, well, what happens if you lose your job? Well, you won't have it anymore, and then you might have to find another one. What if I can't find another one? Well, what if I, you know, can't get any food and I starve? Like, the odds of you starving in America are very, very, very low. They're very low. And the odds of you finding a job are actually pretty good in comparison to those other things. So I think with yeah. the enemy, like just saying what I was earlier, like I think what he wants us to do is go, go to the worst case scenario and just wallow in it. Just wallow in it, yeah. wallow in it.
2: I remember um, it's not like specifically like a scripture-based book, but I remember when I was reading through C.S. Lewis uh, Screwtape Letters. Mm. I, I love that book, and I do recommend it for anyone that's that has some free time and is interested in a good read. Again, all the plugs, courtesy of the Voyage podcast. But the reason I really like that book, and one of the things mentioned in that book, is basically the concept of the book. For those who don't know, is that this like lower level demon is talking to this higher up demon, basically, and like what their job is to do and how they get people to shy away from Christ.
1: It's a it's an allegorical book. Yeah, it's an allegorical. If you guys are book. not familiar familiar with it, it's like a, a kind of fictional, but it demonstrates truths. Yeah fictional storytelling.
2: That's the word I was trying to think of the whole time I was talking and I couldn't remember it. So thank you.
1: I'm here for you. I
2: appreciate you, David. But um, when it goes through that, it, one of the things that it literally talks about, or one of the chapters in that is literally like, okay, so you, the person that you're like determined to derail and keep from Christ is now a Christian, but that's okay. Cause what we're going to do is we're going to take him and we're going to get him as lost in thoughts as possible mm-hmm. we're going to get him emotionally erect before he walks into church so he misses the entire service we're going to get him emotionally wrecked so he misses his quiet time and if he can we can get him to sit there and wallow in it then we can leave him because he will stay there unless someone else tries to pull him out or he has that accountability system or whatever
1: yeah, I think that's a great word and a great insight about how the enemy begins to roll. You guys got any final thoughts, final things you want to say on dealing with emotions?
0: I well, I have two. I'll make them really brief. Go to go off it. of what you were saying, Chase, that literally made me think of, I mean, that's talking about Colossians 3 where it's talking... Um, about set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Um, and then in Romans eight, where it talks about a mindset on the spirit is life, but a mindset on the flesh is death. Um, and I think with our emotions, that is the biggest thing is it pulls us inward and it makes us so hyper focused on ourselves that we kind of take our eyes off of the Lord and we lose focus on him. So yeah. I, yes, tend 10 to what you just said. Um, but also if we're going through plugs, uh, there is a book that really was a launching pad for me that helped me kind of deal with emotions, and it's written by a mother-daughter duo, and one of them is, like, super emotional, and the other one is not at all, so it was really interesting to see their perspectives, but it's called True Feelings, God's Gracious and Glorious Purpose for Our Emotions by Carolyn Mahaney, sorry, I probably butchered that, and Nicole Whittaker, Whittaker. mm I butcher that too. Um, last names are not my thing. But that was a really helpful book to kind of launch me into okay, well, what does the rest of scripture say? Um, and that was really helpful. And it's a really easy read and they're funny. So I would recommend that.
2: Nice. Um, I would say for my final thoughts would be the things that you like really focus on what you're turning to during your processing of emotions. You know, are you turning to just ben- binge watching? Netflix and TV shows are you just turning to music are you turning to clubs are you turning to bars like what are you turning to in the moments when you're trying to process life whether it be a good emotion or a negative one like you can have a good emotion go to a bar and then have that be like the most positive thing you try to get out of something good right so like all the things that you do like in terms of like processing like try to set as many of those things on crisis as possible set up like Teams of people that you like meet with for accountability to like help you through and help process those things, you know, and ultimately like whatever you're doing with your emotions, like keep Christ at the center of it and keep Christ at the center of your emotional processing.
1: Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'll say as we're landing the plane here, um, we talked about emotions tonight, and uh, it's a broad topic, uh, emotions. Are a broad thing, whether you're just feeling emotions all the way up into uh, kind of getting into the realm of discussing mental health issues and and yeah. mindfulness and things like that. Uh, as long as we're doing a lot of plugs, I'll plug on our Tuesday night feed. Go for a plug. Uh, we just finished up a series called Mood, where we did three uh, sermons on anxiety, depression, and suicide. So yes. if you are wrestling with those things or you feel like you're walking in any of those seasons, uh, you can check that out. There's also a ton of other great resources out there. We definitely don't have all the resources. And again, um, if you guys made it this far into this podcast, congratulations. You're a rock star. You're You're awesome. We love you. You're amazing. And we will see you guys on the next episode of The Voyage Podcast. We are out.
0: Thanks for listening to the LYA podcast. Liberty Young Adults is a ministry of Liberty Live Church in Hampton Rose, Virginia. For more information, check out at Liberty LYA on Instagram, libertylive.church, or check out our Tuesday night feed, The Voyage Podcast. Have a great week.